Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply former professional golfer Mike Clayton, who has been at the Australian Open, I believe he's been caddying and he's been good enough to join us on Sports Day. Mike, thanks for your time. No problem. Who've you, who, who have you been caddying for? I'm um, caddying for a kid called Elvis Smiley. Elvis? And how's he been going? He shot 68 today. wasn't bad. Yeah, nice. He's, nice. Um, son of Liz, the ex-tennis player, the uh, former tennis oh, player. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, good. Well, uh, I, I don't want to talk to you about the golf, but let's have a listen to what Daniel Garb, a sports reporter, said last night on the state of uh, the golf, this golf course. Yeah, I had a, a brief visit to the Australian today just to get my accreditation for the tournament. And my goodness, that place is looking unbelievable. Michael Block, the American pro, of course, oh, who yeah. first onto the scene of the PGA uh, this year. He's one of the special guests, although a slightly understated one. Um, he said it reminds him of the best courses in the world. It honestly looked like Augusta today. And I'm not trying oh, to have Come on, Garby. Come on, Garby. It is the first thing that came to mind. The Australian, not the lakes, the Australian is Augusta-like in the way it's presenting. It is unbelievable. That's Daniel Garb last night. Uh, is that a fair comparison, do you think, Mike? With Augusta? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well... I know there's two courses. The grass is, the grass is green and the bunkers are very white so uh, it's a comparison with Augusta in terms of no it's nothing like Augusta because the, the way the courses are cut is completely different Augusta's got no rough and wide fairways and the Australian doesn't look anything like that much, the, the mowing lines are much more formulaic and it looks completely different but, <laughs> no worries you know, that, that would be the comment of someone who didn't know much about golf <laughs> <laughs> we'll pass it on to Garvey. He knows a lot about other sports. Okay, right. let's let's get to the serious stuff. Um, for those who don't know, can you explain to us how this tournament works across men and women and across two different courses? Well, there are two fields. The men are 156, I think, which is a normal size field for men. The women are fewer. I'm not sure how many, but certainly more than 100. Uh, you play one day at the lake and one day at the Australian, and then you play... 36 holes on the weekend of the Australian. So there's a cut after two rounds. Last year, there was a cut after three rounds as well, which was a disaster. So they've got rid of that. So um, the top 65 made the cut on Friday night to play the weekend. So essentially, it's one round of the lake, three rounds of the Australian. And what you want to do, Mike, is you get your round off to a good start don't you, to get yourself away well. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen for Matt Jones, who had an indiscre- indiscretion, and he was docked two shots on the first hold. Can you, do you know what happened? Can you talk us through his indiscretion there? Well, I don't know what he did. He hit over the green and 
I guess he was not on the fairway or not on the short grass. They played preferred lies, which was kind of amazing given how perfect the fairways are at both courses. But it was because it, was, it had been so wet, the balls were picking up mud. And when, when there's mud on a golf ball, it goes completely haywire. So um, it was it's kind of, I guess they figured they would let the players clean the ball. So it was nothing to do with the lies. It was more to be clean the mud off the ball. So I think he hit it over the green, but not under what would be designated as fairway. But and he marked it and cleaned it, so you can't do that. So that was too shot. I think he uh, he came back reasonably well to um, to finish okay for for the day. So what what about some of the some of the big names, some of the big dogs? Uh, so t- people players teeing off today. And tomorrow, um, well, let's start with with Cam Smith, who missed the cut at Royal Queensland. Uh, has he teed off today, and how do you, can he recover that quickly? Uh, well, he can. I don't know what he shot today. I think he was. Um, I didn't look at the scores too much. He was. He was one under one under seventy one. Under. Yeah. Well, he played at the lakes, right? That was a not a great score today. Cameron Davis shot. 63, yep. who is a, he's a, he's arguably our best player, really. He was in the, I think he's top, he, he certainly made the top 50 in the main East America. Uh, he's a fantastic player, shot 63, so he's leading. 71 was not a good score, though. The greens were stopped, there was no win. Um, that was, in reality, he would judge that as being probably two over par, I would think. Mm. Yep. how easy the course was but but it was certainly better than last week yeah he's certainly still in the hunt he's um, tied for 55th at the moment uh, Cameron Smith Minwoo Lee is a player that's on all of our uh, lips at the moment and he continues his good form shooting 5 under you must be impressed with the way his golf is progressing uh, yeah he's great I love watching him play he's um, flashy and charismatic and he's uh, and not many players are you know, he's kind of that sort of player that you want to watch him because you want to know what he's going to do. So he uh, he he was out with I think he was he played with Cameron Smith, right? Yeah, five under was yeah that was a good score. That was uh, you know the path the lakes was probably the easier of the two courses because there are there are kind of some gettable par fives in the back nine. And as far as he hits it, you know, they're drives and irons for him. So if he birdies those, then five under is about. That would be, you know, if you were betting at the start of the day what he would have shot, would have been about five under, I would have thought. How good were you at 16, Mike? Because Rachel Lee shot a six under 67 today at 16 years of age. Yeah, well, women are different than men. I mean, Lydia Coe won the Canadian Open at 16, and she was she was probably the best player in the world at 16. She was damn close to it. So women are better than men younger. But that's a hell of a score. I mean, really good. You know, it's it's more you know, the nerves of a, a young player like that playing a tournament like this, which is you know, there's some big name women players there, and to go out and shoot 67 is what did you shoot six under, five under, yeah, yeah six um, under, yeah, really impressive. Yeah, so um, you know, it's good. And hopefully, she plays well the rest of the week. But it's you know, Minji Lee's Min Minwoo's sister is. Big sister is probably the favourite, I guess. She, she had a not a great start, but she played well the back nine, which was her uh, at the lakes, which was 
Yeah, she played off the 10. So her, she played well on the front nine, which is probably the more difficult nine to lay. So she was decent, I think. I mean, she shot three under or something. So yeah, three under. Yep. Pretty, yeah, she yeah, was, two, she was two, two over at the turn and then she finished at three under. Um, okay, Mike, who wins Who wins the men and who wins the women? Are you able to uh, put your... Put your name uh, to anyone? I would assume Menji would win the women's. Although G.I. Shin's a great player. I think she was a few under as well. She was, if she still played in the America, she'd probably be the number one player in the world, but she plays in Japan. And she, she's she been a great player for a long time. She was, she was when she played in America, she was number one in the world in Taiwan. Um, Cameron Davis, so he, you know, he played well last week without making a lot of parts. I think he finished seventh. He, you know, he's one of our, certainly one of our best two or three players with Jason Day and Win Wu. They're probably the top three Australians right now. Love and him. He shot 63, so that's a great start. So, um, of course, it's easier to pick the guy he's leading, but yeah. he's a tremendous player. You know, he's won the Open before. He's had a great year, so I would pick Cameron Davis after 63 today. Yeah, it was an awesome day for Cam Davis and uh, still yeah, quite a bit of golf to be played. Mike, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Enjoy tomorrow and the rest of the tournament. And we'll speak to you again no soon. Problem. Okay, thanks, guys.